Welcome to Raw and Real. I'm Megan Casey Loftus. And I'm Samantha Jenkins. Working in the fashion industry can often seem materialistic and shallow. On Raw and Real, we shut down those stereotypes and dive into the discussion surrounding job opportunities, both creative and business, within the fashion world. There are so many unknown aspects to the fashion industry and the entrepreneurial world that we will uncover through interviewing fashion industry leaders, serial entrepreneurs, and girls just like us. Good morning, everyone. So today, Megan and I are doing our first morning recording. I'm here in North Carolina, and it is 8 a.m., and it's a little earlier for Megan. Yeah, I'm here in Chicago. It's about 7 a.m., but we have our coffee, our water. It's going to be good. Yeah, so we wanted to dive into the holiday season and talk all things, you know, on our wish list, journal prompts for, you know, diving into the colder season and things to do to keep your mental health good. Yeah, we think with COVID just being home for the holidays and probably isolating to just your immediate family or what have you, we talk about some tips and tricks that we have for the holiday season that really help us stay sane as well as journal prompts because, I love those. Sam loves those. And I think yes. you guys love those as well. And then just what's coming up on Raw and Real. Sam was in New York two weeks ago with all of us um, and we got some recordings done and we met some amazing people. Just as a little disclaimer, I did fly home to Chicago like I just said. We did all the good testing, all my siblings and I, before seeing my parents. But I got home on Saturday and on my flight, I read the book by Abby Wambach called Wolfpack. My friend Claire actually gave it to me for my birthday and it's like a hundred pages. It was her speech that she gave to her college when she graduated. It's really good. And there's a page in it that I wanted to read about leadership because I think that there's like such a strong misconception about what a leader is in the world today. And it can come in so many different forms. And she talks about that. So she says, every woman is the leader of her own life. Do not give up that power claim it, value it, use it. Leadership is volunteering at the local school, speaking encouraging words to a friend, and holding the hand of a dying parent. It's tying dirty shoelaces and going to therapy and saying to our family and friends, no, we don't do unkindness here. It's signing up to run for the school board, and it's driving that single mom's kid from practice, and it's creating boundaries that prove to the world that you value yourself. Leadership is taking care of yourself and empowering others to do the same. It's not a position to earn. It's an inherent power to claim. Leadership is the blood that runs through your veins. It's born in you. It's not the privilege of a few. It's the right and responsibility of all. Leader is not a title that the world gives you. It's an offering that you give to the world. Wow. I love that. Obviously, Abby Wambach was an Olympic soccer player for the U.S. women's soccer team. And she talks about, like, refinding her identity once she retired from soccer and how in kind of her more adult life she had to find who she was without a sport attached to her so it's really good book and just talks about like independence and womanhood and leadership and all that good stuff so it's right up our alley (laughs) next time I'm with you I'm stealing that book from you yeah over the summer back yeah over the summer I literally borrowed like three books from from Megan and then when I saw her a few weeks ago, I gave them back to her. I was like, here's all your books. I think you forgot I had like two of them. Yeah. And I do think like the definition of a leader, um, you know, 
it's people think it's one thing and there's so much more that encompasses a leader um, and makes someone a great leader. And it doesn't have to mean you're, um, you know, a CEO of a company. Like there's so many other ways you can be a leader in life. So yeah. I love I'm to excited talk about to- like driving a son home from practice of a single mom. Like it's such a simple act, but you're essentially exemplifying a better version of yourself for other people. And at the heart and core of leadership, I feel like that's what it is. So pretty cool. Another thing that I wanted to share was I came across this page. I think I saw on Pinterest the other day um, from Matthew Kelly, and it's 24 things that dying people wish they had done differently. Actually, I'll just, I'll just go right into it. So one thing was, I wish I had the courage to just be myself. I wish I had spent more time with the people I love. I wish I had cared less about what other people thought about me. I wish I had realized earlier that happiness is a choice. I wish I had taken better care of myself. I wish I had stayed in touch with old friends. I wish I had spoken my mind more. I wish I had touched more lives. And I wish I had traveled more. But those are a few of the the one-liners I, I was reading. And it really made me think, like, I feel like, especially right now, you just go through your day today life and you don't really think about the bigger picture and you know when I was reading that I was like we we only have one life um and there's times you know that you go through of sadness and then there's times of happiness but at the end of the day it's like we have one life to live and so it really made me think bigger picture and um you know just trying to do the most I can yeah every day it makes you think harder about what you spend your time on too like we get so stressed out everyone our age gets so stressed out about work and things like that. And nowhere on that list is it, I wish I would have tried harder at work. It's, I wish I would have called my parents more or like things that just are more meaningful. So it really puts into perspective when we go through this rat race of life, like what's actually important. It's the little things like that. And it's things that um, make you appreciate life more. So totally. We want to talk about holiday wish lists and things that like we really want to give each other for Christmas or to give friends or whatever. I'm, I haven't been thinking about this too much. And my mom asked me yesterday, like, what's one or two things you want for Christmas? And I like couldn't come up with anything. So I had to do some, I have to do some digging, but I'm going to go to the real real for that on black Friday. Cause I think that they'll have some good deals. Hopefully the real real is like vintage designer consignment online has some great stuff. What about you, Sam? What do you want? Well, that's funny because I haven't been thinking about it either at all. And my mom asked me the other day too. She's like, what do you want? And I was like, I think with me, you know, being in about to be 24, like I would rather do something where I can travel, but obviously right now we can't travel. And so I was like, okay, so what could I actually use? And I've really been wanting this Bondi, it's, I think you pronounce it Bondi Boost hair Mm -hmm. waver, um, I've seen it all over Instagram and I don't know if it works well or not, but it basically just waves your hair. And cause I'm like kind of over curling my hair at the moment and it takes up so much time cause my hair is now so long. So I'm going to try that out if I get it and let you guys know how it is. Speaking of hair, hair products, I bought the shampoo the other day. It was literally $11 or $12 from Target and it's called Kristen S. K-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-S-S and it looked cute like honestly the packaging looked really cute and it had really good reviews online so I was like I'm gonna try it I need a new shampoo 
and I personally love it. And then I've been seeing online other people trying it, and apparently hairdressers use it, and it's pretty affordable, and it's sulfate-free, so I would recommend if anyone's looking for a new shampoo. (laughs) Okay, I thought of one thing that I do want for Christmas last night. I want, I like, I'm obsessed with hotel robes. It's one one of my happy lists. Like, anytime I go somewhere, I love using the hotel robes. And I really want one for myself at my apartment. So I want, like, a wooby, like, towel, white, really thick robe, you know? That would be so cute. I know. I just want something, like, cozy. I have, like, a summer robe. But I feel like in the winter, you want something, like, warmer and fluffier. So... That's a good gift idea. Speaking of fluffier things, I want the Ugg, the Ugg slippers. Oh my gosh, the platform ones? Yes. And like, honestly, everyone's just wearing loungewear anyways nowadays because of quarantine. So yeah, it's true. I, I love my, I have the mini list. Uggs and I love them so much. They're, they're just like the most comfortable thing ever. They really are. It's true. It's true. Okay, guys, let's talk tips and tricks for the holiday season. My biggest thing that I can offer is trying somewhat to keep to your routine. If you're back at your parents' house or you're having a Friendsgiving or whatever it is, just try to still like wake up the same way and go throughout the weekend. Like bring your journal home, bring a book, bring your AirPods so that you can listen to podcasts in the morning. Keep listening to like the daily things that you do. For me, I found that when I don't have my commute, I don't necessarily listen to like the daily by the New York times every day or to church home every morning. Whereas if I kind of implement time into my morning to do that, then I'm a much happier person. I feel like I'm still going about like a similar routine. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to be completely honest. I lost my morning routine for about two months. Like I just wasn't doing it. I was getting up 10 minutes before work Okay, I was getting up a little earlier than that, like 30 minutes before work, but I would get ready in like 15 minutes. And then I actually have been going into the office most days. So I so rushed in the morning and I got into a routine of doing that. And so lately for like the past week, I've been getting back into my morning routine and waking up and journaling and everyone's different. But for me, like, especially when I'm feeling down or I have a lot of thoughts in my head that are just like circling nonstop. If I journal them all out, like I feel so much better. And I've been doing that in the morning and I go into my day completely different. And so I cannot stress enough. Like a morning routine is really important. And especially just everyone's different, like doing what you want to do in the morning. Some people would rather just do a workout in the morning or meditate or journal or even just listening to a podcast and drinking coffee, just like one thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, totally. Keeping some sort of consistency, I feel like is important. But what you were just saying too about like maybe movement or working out is the way that you clear your head. I feel like at some points in my life, I go through waves of like, I work out every single day and then a week goes by where it gets too busy and I don't work out. And I want to get to a point again where it's like consistent and standard that I find at least 15 minutes or something to do a mini workout and I feel like being at home and having a little bit more time without a commute and honestly just not seeing as many people again as we go back into true quarantine um I definitely will have time for like more Pilates or 
I'm trying hit workouts. Sam knows now. <laughs> yes. I'm so sore, Sam. My first one was yesterday and I'm excited. I'm going to my lake house this week and I can't wait to run along the water and listen to music and just like get all my emotions out about the world right now. It's just going to be great. So I'm looking forward to some running again, which normally does not come out of my mouth. So yeah. One thing that I would say me and Megan would both agree with is not checking your phone right when you wake up. I'm guilty of like checking my phone literally right when I wake up because, you know, if my alarm goes off, I'll turn it off and then I'll just check my phone. But honestly, I just, I try not to, and I'm going to start getting in a better habit of like not looking at it for at least like the first 30 minutes when I wake up only because I did that for a few months during quarantine. And it was amazing. You don't fill your mind with social media or emails from work and you know your head just starts spinning like immediately when you see what you have to do for the day or what people did last night on Instagram and it honestly just puts your head in the right mindset going into the day if you don't if you have the first 30 minutes or hour to yourself in the morning yeah and I think just the habit of always picking up your phone when you're watching tv or like bored after dinner and just trying something different with your time like reach for a book or a new hobby do a puzzle with your family whatever it is um just less screen time I think is better for everyone I've speaking of you saying just always grabbing your phone like this sounds so um dramatic but I truly am addicted to my phone like it's not dramatic I am too (laughs) I will find myself checking it all the time and I realized that I think truly a week ago I was like oh my god I I need to stop doing this um and so I'm gonna try different different ways to stop checking and I'll I'll let you guys know if it works but yeah another tip that we have for the holidays and this is something that I need to implement more when I'm at home because I'm really good about it at my apartment but something about coming home it, nothing matters. Like, I'm at home. <laughs> so I will be drinking water. The first thing I do when I wake up, I always take my vitamins right away when I'm at my apartment. So I immediately drink, like, a liter of water. But I don't do it as often when I'm at home. So I need to get into that because I think it sets you up for a healthier day in general. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I will be doing right after this podcast. Something that I think can be healthy as well is to have alone time every now and then. I am a very, very social person and I act and I'm an extrovert and I know extroverts thrive and get energy from being with people, you know, whereas introverts tend to get energy from having alone time. So I've really struggled with having alone time. Whenever I do find myself alone, I, I feel lonely or I immediately like text people and are like, what are you doing tomorrow? Let's do this. Let's do that. I'm always, I always have a plan in line, but recently I've been really just trying to either meditate or journal or read or even watch a TV show if that's what you're in the mood to do, but like do it alone. And I'm realizing there's just something about being alone. It helps you um, be more confident in yourself and be more comfortable in your own skin. I think for a while, I didn't know if I was fully comfortable in my own skin. And so I would just be with other people constantly. I don't know if that makes sense, but. Yeah, no, it's super weird. This, this year has actually made me question like what I am because I've always thought I'm an extrovert, but ever since March, April, May, when we spent a lot of time at home, I like loved being at home and not having any plans and honestly not feeling guilty about not making plans and so I was like maybe I need in my 
real life to to take more time and recharge for myself so that I don't get to a point where I feel like I need to stay at home for three months yeah. in a row. You know? Yeah. Megan and I are notorious for um, <laughs> literally making every making it to every event or every plan. Like I have major FOMO and I think that goes along with social media. And that's why I think I'm going to delete my personal account just for like a month and see how it feels to not be on social media. But I think when you're not seeing what other people are doing all the time, it would help me just being okay with being alone. Our last tip for Thanksgiving, holiday season, the new year, et cetera, is to try something new and outside of your comfort zone. 2020 has been such a weird year, and if you haven't tried implementing something new for your mental health or for fun, we think that's a really good idea for the last couple months here. So I personally was never someone that meditated before 2020, and now I meditate all the time, and I actually have grown to like it. I used to hate it. I also have started praying again, and I have found a lot of peace in that, but I think it's whatever works for you. If that's finding meditation or manifestation tips on TikTok, then start manifesting, or if it's FaceTiming a friend you haven't talked to in a while, try that. Like, Just go a little bit outside your comfort zone and give yourself something to be proud of and something to learn. Yeah. No, I love that. So we want to close this out by talking about some journal prompts that we, that you can implement into your morning routine or whenever you feel like just journaling, um, for Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. And maybe these are conversations you have with people over Thanksgiving that don't surround talking about other people or about if you have a boyfriend or not, or (laughs) things like that, that family always asks you. Yeah. When you like see your family and they're like, so how's your job? And you're like, I don't want to talk about my holiday. Stop asking. (laughs) So something that we came up with are what are things that I take for granted? What routines and relationships have been serving me? Are there people in my life that no longer align with me becoming the best version of myself? What is one way I can be a better friend slash family member to someone in my life? And what is one thing I can do for someone else today? I love the last one because I think when you start thinking about other people or, you know, trying to make someone else's day, you don't think about yourself as much. And I think, I don't know, I just think it makes me happier knowing that I made someone else's day or I made someone else light up or um, gave them a compliment. So to close out this episode, we want to give you guys a preview of what's coming on Raw and Real. So we have been slacking a little bit on our Instagram because we've both been so busy. So we're getting back to that this week and posting content from my birthday and when Sam was in town in New York and it's all very cute. Um, And then we also have some interviews coming up. So we have one recorded with our good friend and the most iconic intern of all time. She's currently with Danielle Guzio. Her name is Mallory Ganada. Yeah, she's awesome. You guys are going to love that episode. We also recorded with my former FIT professor and his friend who also works at FIT, Letitia and Gary. And then... One another future episode coming is with a model and activist Sarah Little. She has her own platform for sharing refugee stories from Jordan, as well as she shares her experience in the modeling industry in Chicago and in New York. So lots of exciting content. We're really excited to share. And I definitely think Sam and I want to do a mini on goal setting for 2021, both in your career, in fashion or wherever you're, you know, excelling as well as just in life. Yes. Let us know. Okay. Thanks guys. Have a good day. Thank (laughs) you. And a good holiday.
Thanks for listening to this episode. To keep up with what's happening on our podcast, follow Raw and Real NYC on Instagram. We post inspo and love showing you what's going on in our lives. Till next time, keep it real.